Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of On an Unrelated Note. As I said last week, this is a split episode, so this is actually going to be part two, picking up right where we left off last week on episode 17. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that first and then come back to this one. But I urge you to do both because they're so much fun. Enjoy, guys. Well, that's yeah. another thing, right? Before the like call-in dedication show, <laughs> the other like staple of these kinds of stations was they would have their like reigning champion song. <laughs> uh-huh. You're gonna put uh-huh. up this new single against it and see what you think, and then you you call in yes. and you vote, and you know this song, you know how bizarre has won <laughs> like twenty three nights in a row. You never, you never question why that station played like five or six of these songs they were trying to pump to you. And then every hour or every maybe 90 minutes, they buffered it with the Macarena. Like every time it was just like, there's the Macarena again. You're like, you're like, what just is play going the Jack on? James album. That's, that's like looking back on it. I'm like, this was the Truman show. Like that was the matrix at the time. Like, but like just pumping, like here's the Macarena again, like drink your surge and listen to the Macarena. You know, like, Dude, Drink uh, cola. We, we had a grocery store when surge came out and like yeah. they had a container out front and it was just free <laughs> you could yeah. just go take the surge yeah. like i'd take i mean tin cans. <laughs> i mean anytime any time somebody offers you something a promotion i'm like is this, mm, is this <laughs> no. what's in this what is crystal pepsi what is in yeah, crystal pepsi yeah 3d doritos 3d doritos yeah those are back oh they're back yeah they speaking are. of things that are back uh, mm-hmm. I think I said this to Daniel. Actually, I think I sent him a picture. We were in Walmart, and in the shoe aisle, there were two things. First off, there were jellies, those like jelly sandals. Oh, and beside mm. those were straight up like Avril Lavigne shoes, those like tennis shoes that look like Chuck Taylors, but they're like three yeah, inches platform. Tall. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Jinkos are next, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. are next. Jinkos, Jinkos. I'm wearing them on the Florida trip. <laughs> Yeah, jinkos, just crazy jinkos. Like, you know, I still have, I, you know, look, I've learned my lesson. I've gotten old enough to know that trends are going to come back. Like, people are unironically listening to Limp Biscuit again. So, you know, like, trends are going to come back. Somebody's going to say they were, I'm waiting for like some 15 year old kid say they were really into Spine Shank. Like, you know, or like Static X was my favorite band, you know, like, Static X is still around, by the way, but you know, like you know, they, they, no, I'm waiting for people to be like, I was unironically my my parents used to listen to Nonpoint, and now I really like it, you know, like you know, it's just you know, I don't, I don't know, no offense to Nonpoint, they're still around too, they're great, you know, but yeah, they're still around, they're still making great music, you know, they're still doing their thing, yeah, and like they're still doing okay, so but like I uh, I'm waiting for somebody to like like yeah we love omc like how bizarre or we like we love steal my sunshine oh, or you know like you know lid. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly you know you know uh, i got rest the... somebody of that band you know died of a terminal illness so i don't want to oh i didn't know that you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah uh what's the other band around that time uh af A- lfo LFO, LFO, yeah, LFO, yeah, LFO, yeah, LFO. I can't think of the name of the song, but. <laughs> oh, uh, something then, about Summer. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Summer Girls. Yeah, summer Girls. Go. Oh, my gosh. That's, those lyrics made no sense. 
Let's just talk about it. We're here. We're just talking about it. Just like new kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Objectively right. <laughs> Chinese food makes me sick. Okay. A non sequitur that you didn't have to give us. <laughs> like we didn't know, didn't know about your food preferences. And then he's Man. like, you know, like this I is think bad. it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. He had to reiterate the summer. Not the spring or the fall. The summer. Twice. And then Eminem parodied that yes. entire chorus <laughs> one of his own songs. So that was kind yes. of fun. What's really wild about Eminem during that time is we were all listening right at the time. You know, on the other end of the spectrum of, you know, artists that we forgot about on one hit or whatever. We were all listening to that. You go back and listen to half of these Eminem lyrics now and you're like, oh, I was like really yelling problematic stuff out the window of my like Toyota Tercel. <laughs> Like, like now it's like, I would not, as an adult of, of 40 years old, I would not dare yell half that stuff out the window of my car. Gonna go see like, brain you know, damage like, as you know, I drive down the road. Yeah, like, he had very problematic views at the time, you know. What's like, the, what's only the 20 years like, ago. You put somebody in the trunk in the first album. I mean, he was like, he was just like saying, sir, I would not say that now. Like, I would not say that now. There's really songs that he's not even performing anymore that I would just be like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like, you know, everything is like, oh, well, let's look back to a more quaint time when we had people <laughs> like Eminem and they're in mm-hmm. some lyrics. Yeah. And like, it doesn't matter how far back you go. There's all oh, you'll find them. You'll find them. I mean, <laughs> you'll I find them. think like, oh, well, the Misfits are an old band. You <laughs> oh, know? gosh. They, they probably didn't, you know, the things, even though they're horror themed, things were like pretty innocent. No, no, <laughs> all sorts yes. of like killing children and stuff. Yeah. Okay, let's go back further. We're all the way back to you know, I don't know, whatever James Brown or something. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's. I mean, there's always something. There was always something. I yeah, mean, it may be steeped in metaphor, but yeah, it was there. You know what era of music? You know what era of music I really liked is like, it was just that era of like when we went through that electronic Euro pop era. It kind of gave way to like the techno era. And there was a point where it gave way to a techno era where we're like, oh, this is going to be our evolution. We're going to go from that to, well, yes, I do like the crystal method. You know, we like all convince ourselves we like the crystal method. Oh, gosh. And like, but you know what the thing is? The crystal method wasn't problematic. They were just two nerds making music in their basement. Like, you know, it's like the Chemical Brothers weren't bothering anybody. <laughs> X-Twin wasn't bothering anybody. You know, like. Fat Boy Slim. Yeah, yeah Fat Boy Slim was just. Fat Boy Slim was like, I literally went to a show, a festival show where Fat Boy Slim was supposed to perform when Weapon of Choice was huge, right? And they're like, Fat Boy Slim cannot perform today because he's going to miss his flight by an hour. And I was like, that's a perfectly reasonable gentleman. He doesn't want to miss his flight. <laughs> like, you know, like, and I was like, I really wanted to see Fat Boy Slim, but he had to, he couldn't miss his flight. Totally understandable. Answer. I, can, I can relate to that, you know, at 40 years old. You know, if they'd have come out and be like, Fat Boy Slim needs to do his taxes, I'd have been like, <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. They're just like us. Yeah, Fat Boy Slim needs to get a good eight hours. You know, like, oh, good for him. Good for him. You know. And I went. I, I, I remember. So I really will tell you. I went. I went and saw the. Uh, I saw the Chemical Brothers in '99. And uh, and I, I honestly, I bought those albums because my friends bought them. I don't know how much <laughs> I like them or not. I, I, I really don't. It's like a lot of peer pressure stuff. Not the music wasn't good. They made great albums. Um, I saw them on a show not intending to see them i like not i was like i don't want to see this band like i was there to see i think I, I think they were like playing with incubus and i was like i'm here to see incubus i'm not here to see the chemical brothers like <laughs> i don't know here to see them and they were so good like they were they were just amazing they just got on stage they set all their stuff up which looked like you know somebody sets up like wiring in their basement for like their hobby <laughs> but they don't want to admit to their wife that they have you know, like just, 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 just electronics equipment that they don't want to admit to their spouses or significant others that they own, you know, and they just settle up a stage, just wires everywhere. And they're just like, okay, we're going to make music with this. And they just proceeded to just destroy, literally destroy in the most positive way for like 45 minutes. Like, and they're just up there, not even paying attention to the crowd. They're just like, we're up on stage, you know, like techno bands used to do. You get the bottom, you know, get their head like this. <laughs> yes. And you're just, you get their head. And they're like, we're up here just doing our music. We don't care about these stupid 40,000 people. Like, you know, like, you know, and they were just making music and it was great. It was like, they could care less about us. You know, it was like the ultimate, like, oh, these guys don't care. They're about, they're about the music. Like they don't even care about us being here. It could be an empty stadium and they would just make this music because like, you know, 
it's kind of like any hobby that we have now, you know, I just do it whether somebody acknowledged it or not, because I like to do it. Yeah. Know? And it's like, that's cool. You know, that's, that's cool. If you love it that much, by the way, side note, I'm going to, I'm going to, you were talking about this stuff. I'm going to get us back on track and say, Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. So, uh, you know, like <laughs> you'll forget, you know, oh, Montel man. Jordan, you know, you know, Montel Jordan, you know, that song was everywhere too. You know, <laughs> it would just come on and interrupt your day and you had to stop and listen to it. You remember how, do you remember how many songs because they were playing them on the radio had to have hooks, like right in the beginning of the song. Like it had to have something to like, be like, this is that song. And it would just be like, it would just be like, this is how we do it. You know, and you're like, oh, that's my song, you know, like, or some other intro, you know, it had to be like a big intro, you know, to get you listening to the song. You'd be like, oh, this is the song. Like, oh my gosh, this is the jam. This is the one, you know, let me go record it off the radio with my cassette player, you know, the time, you know. It's your sign to stop whatever you're doing and emphatically sting about how South Central does it like nobody does. Yes! Because we know from, you know, somewhere all the way across the country. Podunk. We made no money and life sure was slow. And all they said was 680 stood. And people thought the music that he made was good. Oh, oh this is great. I used to love that lyric because it would just be like, and he'd be like, there lived the DJ and Paul was his name. He came up to money. This is what he said. And then they were like, sir, that was a private conversation between you and him. Like, why are you putting this in the song? That's an invasion of his privacy. Like, that's why I say at the age of 40. I love that, you know, like, you guys had a private conversation between two gentlemen. Like, why are you putting this in the song? That's, that's weird, you know? That's weird. And I love those songs. I love, I mean, you know, some of that stuff's still around, you know, you know, oh, they yeah. playing like, you know, late nineties, they're playing like destiny's child. And of course, you know, that gave way to like the, the Uber phenomenon that was Beyonce. Yes. And, you know, like, you know, and there was so much stuff that, that came out during that time. It's crazy. You know, and I, as much as we say that we're like, Oh, we're like ashamed of this album or that album, like half of it has shaped everything that came after it. In some oh, a hundred percent, you know, we can laugh about it now. We're like, Oh man, what is, this is crazy. So all I want to know is when when are people going to start listening to the prodigy again? Like unironically. <laughs> that's what I want. That's what's, that's the, that's the era that I want right now. Like I just want people to listen to prodigy. That's all I want. You know, I just want kids out there just like I'm the fire starter. You know, like, <laughs> Two wisted fire starter. <laughs> I, uh, the go ahead. School dance I ever attended. Um, the they. Uh, played breathe and uh <laughs> at, um in like an eighth grade mosh pit in the middle of our school gym. yes just yes nothing will ever top that let me Let's tell just you. come play my game and i'll test you that yeah it's, it's, <laughs> breathe's a great song like i love that whole album fat of the land is a great album if you were like listening to this and you're and, and let's be honest, it's probably guys our age that are listening to this. But if you like have a kid out there or something, like give them fat of the land. Just give it to them. Don't ask them if they want it. Just give them a copy of it. Like just literally give it to them. Like give it on a format that they can't play anymore. Like, you know, like just give them fat of the land. We should just start unironically just doing a, like a ninja campaign where we just give fat of the land to people. Just, yeah, uh, just like, just, just like, just, or like, a, like, a, like a vinyl or something. We're just like giving fat of the land out just to people like, here, you need to listen to this. Listen to fat of the land. You know, like, like that's, that's what we should do. Like, hey, you want to listen to fat of the land? You know? Like, I don't know. Like, why not? We're going to change you know? our podcast art to that little crab. from the Yeah. Just, that, that'll be the, that'll be the episode thing. Just, just put your head on the crab with, with the claws, like Photoshop it in with the episode on his claws. We're now this the unofficial amazing. prodigy street. <laughs> we're, the, we're, the we're the unofficial prodigy street. They don't even, they're not even together anymore. They don't perform anymore. Like, you know, like, like we're just going to be like promoting them. We're going to like will them back to life. You know, like it's just going to be like, come on, Literally let's go. in some cases, let's, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately. But uh, I just, I love that. You know, I just love that era of music because and I love what we're talking about because there's so much stuff from that time. You just sit there and go, wow. We listened to like so many different genres, so many different things. It wasn't just one thing any, at any given time, there were so many. So it ended up with a crossover of like, people listening to like, yes, I listened to Ozzy or whatever, or like, I listened to that, but like at the same time, 
I'm listening to OMC or whatever, you know, and like, I like that catchy song or Macarena or whatever, you know, like, I love that song, you know, it's catchy, you know, there was so much catchy stuff then return of the Mac, you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'd sit at home, I'd sit at home, you know, like I said, like anybody else, like I was like 12, 13 or whatever, but like you lied to me, <laughs> like who lied to me? I didn't even have a girlfriend. What am I talking about? Who lied to me? Who lied to me? Nobody, nobody's lying to me. I didn't have anybody to lie to me. You know? <laughs> So I I can't really make fun of him because I remember how he died, but uh, I do I do have to say Keith Flint from The yes. Prodigy yeah. has the funniest Wikipedia entry because it starts with he was a an English singer, dancer, and motorcycle racer. He was he was he lived quite the life. Yeah, it was uh, a it was uh, I was I was uh, when when we when we realized we had lost him, I was very sad. It's it's uh it's definitely like something. Folks will, I feel like Keith, if he was around today, he would have had his moment probably to like really like do it again. Cause like people, are, like I said, people are listening to Limp Biscuit again. It's it's just a matter of time. Like it's true. Have, like a bunch of youth are going to be like one day, be like, oh, we listen to the pro, we listen to Prodigy. Like, you know, and they're like, oh, okay. Rock and roll, guys. Let's do it. Let's, let's go back to the Crystal Method, Prodigy, Aphex Twin. Let's do it. Like, what are we doing here? Let's go. Fat Boy Slim, let's go. Let's get it. Moby, let's go. Nope. I've forgotten about the Apex Twins. That was like the creepiest album cover. Well, you know, it was, it was, it was such a weird, it was just such a weird time for music. There was so much weird stuff, like electronic stuff coming out. And it's just like, like I said, it was all amazing because, you know, people were just like thirsting for something. I mean, there's other genres we haven't even touched on. We could spend whole episodes talking about ska. Like it felt like ska was a fever dream for like two years or whatever. Like that, yes. like suddenly, like out of nowhere, we're all into like Save Ferris and Will and Real Big Fish and like, you know, like Mighty Mighty <laughs> Boss Tones. You know, we were all really into them. Well, for this like, is good stuff. Huh? Yeah, like, like we were we were all really into them for like two years. And then it like kind of I mean, those bands, a lot of those bands are still around. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones recently broke up. Um, but Real Big Fish is still around. You know, they still, they're still performing and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know if Safe Ferris, I think they're still around. Um, there's there so many bands during that time that were, that were in that ska scene. They were like, yeah, we really like ska, you know? And it was like, hmm, do we? <laughs> do we? Like, maybe, I don't know. I mean, some of that ska punk stuff is still around, you know, things like Less Than Jake are still around, you know? Yeah. Less Than Jake's about to perform in Orlando soon this summer. So, I mean, they're still around doing great shows. So, wow, you know? Who cares? You know, like maybe those genres will come back around and we can all talk about like maybe the kids will unironically like LaBouche. You know, they'll be out there. Oh, yay. Want to be my love. You know, like have another random swing revival or something. I really want oh, the cherry oh, popping yes. daddies. Cherry popping daddies. Yes. Squirrel nut zippers. Yeah. Let's go. Baby. I had that album. Let's go. Gosh, I had a terrible collection. I went to I went to a show one time where they were performing on a secondary stage and they were like and like a friend of mine was like, you want to hang around this stage and see the squirrel nut zippers? And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I will be in the afterlife. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not gonna hang around here and be like singing that singing that weird song, you know, afterlife, you know. But the singer looks like it like looks like you know, uh it looks like he could be a late night TV host, you know. <laughs> You know, it's like, come on, man, I ain't doing this. Like traveling evangelist or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was weird at the time. Like, I don't. Why would I do that? Like, you know, I saw, I saw so much. Uh, I saw so many like just weird acts that are just like, you know, I saw Harvey Danger. You know, like you know, flagpole sitter. You know, like like oh, everybody hangs around to see him, hear him sing the one song. You know, <laughs> and that album. Yeah. Was, yes. And their singer comes out on stage and he looks like, I don't know, he looks like somebody, he looks like your, he looked like my friend's older brother, you know, like <laughs> that he just like stumbled out of bed and got on the stage. He was wearing like a button down, like bowling shirt and like some slacks and like some, <laughs> some checkered vans, you know, and he was just like, and he looked like he was like, why am I here? Like, everybody likes this stupid song I wrote while I was probably inebriated, you know? It's like, the lyrics made no sense. I'm not sick, but I'm not well. You know, it's like, what does that even mean? Like, like you know what? You know what that sounded like? That sounded like COVID deniers. That's what it sounds like, you know, like... <laughs> I'm not sick, but I'm not well. <laughs> this is just a little anthem. cold. <laughs> paranoia, paranoia. <laughs> you don't wake me, wear a mask. <laughs> 
So just oh, and then the lyric fits. Paranoia, paranoia, Harvey Danger or QAnon? Which one? Man, that song. Oh my gosh. It was a precursor to current day. All I remember from that show was I saw them and somebody kicked me in the head. That's all I remember. I got kicked in the head by a crowd surfer, just straight to my dome. I was like, I'm not supposed to get kicked in the head at flagpoles. Seriously. That's like not the song to get kicked to, you know, it's like. And we didn't even talk about other weird stuff that like came and went like Power Man 5000 or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like we didn't talk about Power Man 5000 or, you know, that weird. <laughs> Everybody was singing Worlds Collide. That's all we were doing. Like <laughs> we can't even most people can't even name another song by that band. You know, like you know, speaking like, of being someone's brother and making you famous. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. <laughs> Spider One stood on his own. (laughs) (laughs) I remember standing at a show where they played when Worlds Collide was really hot and and, uh, Power Man 5000 wasn't at the show and they played the song over the loudspeaker, you know, kind of like where you're waiting for the band to go on. (laughs) And somebody was like, was like really aggrieved next to me because it was like a festival show with like 15 bands or whatever. And somebody, this guy next to me is just really angry. They start playing the song. He goes, why is Power Man 5000 not here? <laughs> and it's like, can you imagine like standing in the middle? Like we're going to Disney Springs. We talked about this, right? We're going to Disney Springs next week. You and I, Tuesday. Can you imagine? Can you imagine me standing out in the middle of Disney Springs and just be going, "Why is Power Man Five Thousand not here?" I didn't and how people would look at me if I said that. <laughs> Why is Power Man Five Thousand not here? Like, like eight out of nine people would say, "Who?" <laughs> like, like, who? Like what? Like, no, like, that's randomly. Ask that question in biology class. Yeah, why is Spider-Man 5000 not here to Where solve my biology exam? Like, that's, that's a new Twitter bio. Like, why is Power Man 5000 not here? Like, that guy was like, and like, I think back on that, I was like, was he just having like an existential crisis or something? Like, why are they not here? Like, do they, are they real? Or did I make them up in my own mind? Is this song real? Did I'll I make like, them up? Is Power Man Five Thousand only in my dreams? Like, you know, like, like, did I make that band up? Oh my gosh, they're real. You know, like, I'll bring this full circle and say I do have a very specific memory of uh, hearing Edema being played between bands at a show I was at. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> I did not question why they weren't there. At, at what so was a Nickelback show, I should because oh. it fits the theme. So um, I, I have two connections here. Uh, I believe you and I were at the same show, Three Doors Down and Nickelback together, correct? Um, September we, 12th, 2001. 100%, yes, because oh, wow. yeah, the day after, wow. like because I was a little on edge, I remember. Uh, wow. So here's the thing. There was a third band, Seven Channels. Seven I Channels, yes. Sir. I remembered them, but it was like 15 years later when someone was like, Nickelback played at that show. I was like, did they? <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't even remember seeing them. <laughs> um, I, I have a friend that I make fun of. Well, I don't make fun of him playfully. I love my friend, but I, I give him a good rib today and I tell him it was probably mid 90s later to the mid nineties, probably 96, 97, somewhere in there. It might even be even later is he's like, we're in my car one day. I was just, you know, driving and we would play CDs in my car. And he's like, he would always, we'd always bring new stuff, you know, to be, to be like, he'd be like, let me play this band for you from Canada. That is going to be big. They're going to be huge. Like I'm telling you, they're going to be huge. <laughs> they're like, they're going to be huge in rock music. They're going to be on everything. They're going to headline everything. And he like throws in Nickelback and plays me leader of men, you know? And I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. Like, I really like this song. This is really great. You're right. They're going to be really big. Like, and then like, and the next thing you know, like the kind of like the calculus turns and you're like, oh yeah, they are getting big. Oh, but, oh, there's a backlash. Oh, I don't know if I'm to, am I, can I ironically like them now? Or what's, what's going on here? Like, you know, <laughs> but you're right because leader of men as an album was not the garbage that was, uh, I can't think of the name of it, but the one with how you remind me. Yes. And going back further, they were a lot heavier before that Leader of Men album. Was it Curb? Is that the name of the first album? Curb was the first, yeah. Let's that be honest. Was heavy. When how when how you remind me when when that hit, 
when that when that song hit and they kind of like really took off the trajectory, people were in denial about how much they liked that song. People act like they hated it. People love that song when it came out. <laughs> they didn't become a meme until he like married Avril Lavigne and like, which is unfair to him and unfair to her in a way. And like, and, and, and when they, they didn't become a meme until it was like, every song was like a formula and it was just yeah. like, and then people were like, Oh, look at this photograph. Ha ha ha. You know, yeah. you know, and it was like, but they were writing hit songs and making money. So, you know, I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the whole world to kind of spin on its axis and people are going to be like, Oh no, we always like them. We always like them. And they're going to be like, they're going to be, they're going to be like headlining some stadium tour here pretty soon. I'm, I'm calling it now. They're like, no, we always liked them. And they're going to come back at like some big award show and play how you remind me. And people are going to go insane. Like they're going to be like, yes, we always liked it. Always loved, we always loved you Nickelback. Like, like we loved you. We loved you, Chad. Like, like, and he's going to be like brought to tears because like all these years people have been making fun of him or whatever. And he's going to be like, Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Now you guys like me. Like, you know, it's like... JK. <laughs> I, used to, I used to always... Let's be honest. Chad Kroger, I used to always love that he played Paul Reed Smith guitars. I used to, I used to love that he played PRS guitars because I always think they're like beautiful pieces of work. And I always I used like to love, them. I always, I always used to love that he, that he played those guitars because he would, he just had that beautiful sunburst model that he played. And I just, yeah. I, yeah, the, you'll never tell me a PRS guitar isn't beautiful, isn't beautiful, whether it be Santana <laughs> plays it or he plays it or, you know, yeah, like every time I'd see it in a band, like somebody, and a lot of bands were playing them, like using them in the late nineties. Like it was like a thing. Was oh like, yeah. You know, like the PRS, like PRS was everywhere, you know? Mark Tremonti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, you would see one and be like, and you, and you knew the guitar when you saw it. Like even people that didn't know guitars knew, they knew two guitars that they saw in the nineties, like in late nineties, Gibson's, right? Yeah. Seeing Gibson's. Or seeing PRSs. That's they, they that's knew true. you could you could see them and be like, yep, that's a guitar. Like, well, this band is serious. That guy's got the Gibson. Like, you know, like they might rule, they might rule. Oh, that guy's that oh, the, ooh, ooh. That guy's got a that guy's got a choker neck chain and he's playing a PRS guitar. <laughs> this band means business. Oh and you know what? We haven't even talked. You said Mark Tremonti. We didn't even talk about Creed. <laughs> Come on. Another band, nickelback situation, right? Uh, yeah. Creed's a band I do stand behind. Yeah, I agree. You are a liar. At least the first two albums. You were a liar if you weren't going down the car, like going down the road in the car in like the late, like mid to late 90s. Like everybody was doing it. You were down the road, literally going with arms wide open. Like, like you were a liar if you didn't sing that song yourself, you know? Like, you know? Like, I might have played that on my guitar before you joined earlier. Oh, well, that, that or I'm bad. You would just be, you would just be in your own, like at home, and I'd be like playing video games on my N64, be like, can you take me higher? You know, like, yeah. I'd be singing this stuff, not even like, not even ironically. I would just be like listening to that album. I think everybody that I know owned that album. And it's funny, like five years after it came out, people were like, oh, yeah, we hate Creed. And like, you know, we can't wait for the downgrade. Like, all you guys were singing that song like five years ago. Like, come on, man. Like, we're I all assume, singing that song. Well, like, I assume it really is just because Scott Stapp's a terrible human being. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I kind of focus on that Mark Tremonti's like amazing. Oh, you know, yeah. Tremonti's yeah. amazing. You know, everything he's done afterwards that I've, I've loved. Alter Bridge was good. No, yeah, no. Alter Bridge is great. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I like Alter Bridge, you know. Everybody likes Alter Bridge. <laughs> all the WWE fans like Alter Bridge. They don't even know it. <laughs> they don't even know it. They don't even know it. They've been they, they've been listening to that junk for they've been listening to that one song for like twenty years, you know. I mean, come on, they love Alter Bridge. You know? <laughs> oh, oh man, man. Good that's music. Uh, Good I, I I gotta throw this uh, so we don't go forever because I just saw what time it was. But uh, uh, I'm gonna throw it to Daniel and let you give uh, one more terrible album that you owned. <laughs> this is one I'm probably gonna get some backlash for, but. In retrospect, it is the album that, and you know, having listened to it multiple times, I probably enjoyed the least of basically everything I ever owned. 
Um, but it's people love this guy. Well, yeah, besides that. <laughs> people love this guy. And, you know, I can get into to some of the earlier stuff, um, but by the album that I owned, um, I, I don't understand the appeal. And he was huge. And that is five by Mr. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Are you gonna I, go I my way? Don't get it. It is like the like most like you know, maybe I was, you know, it was the fact that I was too young for drugs. <laughs> Or I, I don't know what the appeal is, but it is like the most bland, like radio friendly. <laughs> it is pretty like generic. Sleep as he recorded it, <laughs> and people are like, "Oh, that Lenny Kravitz is awesome! Did you hear him cover American Woman? <laughs> My God, I've never felt so alive!" And I'm just like, eh, you know, it's a song. <laughs> I mean, I think that I think you're right. I think I I think that was like he has he has like insane musical talent, you know, no yeah. no doubt, you know. Oh, yeah. But it's like after are you going to go my way and American Woman, <laughs> you'd be like you'd be like asking people, you ask the average person the street, you go name another Lenny Kravitz song, and they would be like, can I do anything but that? Right, you know, like you know, like because they can't, they probably can't, you know. Most the name of methods person. of mayhem song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, like it's it's uh, you know, I respect. I do respect his musical talent. He's amazing. You know, sure. as far as that goes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But like, as far as songs that like, I mean, again, that era was like you said. It's like a very, it's a very marketing heavy era. If you yeah. were in marketing, you made a lot of money in the in the late nineties. <laughs> you know, just because they because. Now, to be fair to the market people, they brought you Lenny Kravitz or, you know, squirrel nut zippers or whatever else. And they're like, hey, can you make this work with the kids of today? And you're like, yeah, I think I can do it. And you're just like those marketing people were geniuses at the time because they didn't have the benefit of TikTok and Twitter and all these other social medias. They had the radio and they had like the record stores like Tower Records or anything else or Sam Goody or what name it. You know, they, they were used. They were they had to go off like old school posters, word of mouth concerts, yeah. you know, like. I mean, and, and one more thing that you mentioned earlier, which is endorsements from other musicians. And that is what got me down some of these rabbit holes because, Christ. you know, what did you also have that people don't pay any attention to these days? Liner notes. You go uh, in the back, yeah. you see the bands that the other bands think, and you go and buy their stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so oh, that's, that's a good point. Good that's a yeah. good point. Sometimes <laughs> it's a disaster. <laughs> Just never know. That is that is very true. I mean, I think there was a time where like it was literally word of mouth. Like if you had an endorsement from another established artist, you could people would listen to you. You know, they'd be like, oh, this guy, you know, or or you were able to tour with another established artist and make your name. You know, this guy opened for this guy. You know, it's you've seen a lot of that. You know, we've been we've all been around long enough that I'm seeing bands from 20 years ago. They're like now they're headliners, but they were openers 20 years ago. You know, they were they but somebody else endorsed them. And that's how I found out about the band because again, there's no social media for me to find out, you know, yeah. we were just using Napster and stuff at the time, you know, or whatever <laughs> else, you know, to like trade music and like get stuff, LimeWire or Kazaa or whatever you want to talk about, you know? Sure. It was, it was one of those times that you just spent a lot of time, like, and again, you had a lot of things that people told you like stuff, like you're saying, like Lenny Kravitz, you know, I, one of the bands that people liked at the time in the nineties that I was like, I never could get into. People were like, no, you don't understand. You have to, well, you, know, you have to like the wallflowers. Yeah. You know? yep. And I'd be like, <laughs> sure. Why? And I'd be like, why? And I'd be like, like 15, 16 year old me is like, why? And they're like, Oh, it's, you know, it's Jacob Dylan. It's Bob Dylan's son. <laughs> yeah. And literally at the time I'm 15, right? I'm 15. I'm 15. I don't know anything about the world. They're like, I'm like, who's Bob Dylan? You know, like, <laughs> like that sounds like my dad's friend who drinks too much beer and passes out on a Friday night. Bob, that guy? Bob Dylan, the neighbor. <laughs> A neighbor guy, <laughs> Bob, you know, like, oh no, Jacob Dylan, he sings about a headlight that goes out or something. You know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, you would, you would just, you know, I mean, you would like listen to the song. I can't count how many albums, and we've talked about them all tonight, that you would like buy and you would listen to because all your friends were listening to it, and you would just like hate listen through it. You'd just be like, you'd just be over there listening to, you know, one headlight, you know, come on, drive a little, nothing is forever. And you'd just be mad, you'd just be getting progressively more pissed off, you know, like. So I, I have another band that I would throw into that group, and that is Fastball. Yes, <laughs> yes. I uh, I kind of forgot about them until you said that. <laughs> I, well, I can't even come up with the name of that song. 
or you or we could talk about lit <laughs> lit you know like the funny on, thing man. about fastball is that i saw them live and i saw <laughs> I them know that part of a touring package that like completely encompasses this exact thing you know three bands that people liked because people were told to like them and fastball was the first band that came up definitely sure their one hit everybody played it there it is the next band was sugar ray and the headliner was the goo goo dolls wow that is not a radio friendly (laughs) i don't know what else is that's just the three bands played back to back on the radio (laughs) i mean yeah they might as well have just had the local radio station show up and play all their hits on a stage and then I just I saw I remember seeing Goo Goo Dolls and like sandwiched in between like the the worst not the worst bands but the worst two bands that they could be sandwiched between ever. So <laughs> one time it was just like the Goo Goo Dolls were to come on in the afternoon of this festival show I saw and they're like they literally had to be before them uh, went orgy <laughs> and and then it's Goo Goo Dolls and then followed by. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. What a terrible spot to be slotted in between those two genres. Of Where's music. everyone at? Yeah, you're like industrial metal, like new, you know, like new metal, and then like the Goo Goo Dolls, and then like some 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 ska music, you know. And it's just like wow, you know. And, uh, I mean, it was that's that weird. It was weird at the time, and then it was like the two the two bands that went after them, which were the headliners that night, were like Offspring and like Red Hot Chili Peppers. So that kind of saved the evening, but like. You're just sitting there like, oh, you're going to watch this new metal band that wears makeup on the stage. And like they're they're a product of that time. And then they, here come the here come the Goo Goo Dolls singing about I don't want the world to see me because I don't think they they'd understand, you know, like, you know, and like everybody in the crowd that's like really into me. Joe Black is like going crazy. They're like, oh, you know, like, like, actually, we didn't understand orgy, but you know. yeah, no, well, nobody did. You guys are pretty normal. Nobody did. They come out on stage. There was like there was like 17 people in that band. You know, like, I don't know. What this is going a on Blue there. Monday. Yeah, they had like a plan Blue Monday, their Blue Monday version. And like, I'm like, whatever happened to them? I don't even know. I'm going to have to dig down that rabbit hole later. Like, what happened? I'm curious, too. Mm. And somebody <laughs> else who, you know, is a famous, you know, the yeah. you know, related to famous musicians. Mm. Yes. And... Here you are. Just the nineties. It often felt like a grift in a lot of ways that there were people that were attached to other people, whether by relation or like some of the business relation, they were like, I just picture them going around, like going to like a, a guy that's like on the, on the side of the stage. That's their friend or their, you know, somebody that's been with them forever. Like, I'm like, Hey man, just find like five guys that can play some instruments and call yourself some weird name and wear some tight <laughs> clothes and some makeup and a choker chain. And we'll get one album out of you. We'll do one remake of one song. We'll make it industrial. We'll do something old. You know, we'll pick something really old and we'll make an industrial version out of it. That'll be a radio single. Go get your payday for like two years on the festival circuit <laughs> and then disappear forever. Like, it's perfect. It felt like some formula. It felt like a nefarious deal. It's like, what happened to these people? They probably collected a couple million dollars and left. You know, it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, it's like, you know. I mean, hey, I would signed up for it. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, get a few guys that can play on the stage and we'll do this, you know? That's why I, that's why I remember, like, and I, and by the way, we've joked about this all night about bands that are like, oh, you know, where is that band? Where is that band? There are plenty of bands from that time, too, that you were literally, like, watching. And I was like, that band isn't going to make it. And they're still around today. I've, I've misread that millions of times. You know, I... <laughs> I saw Newfound Glory in 1998, and I was like, "This ain't gonna make it. Like, this is this is like a three year thing, Max." And here they are, like twenty year, like twenty year history of our, you know, anniversary of our album tour, Sticks and Stones or whatever. They're doing this stuff, whatever. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, okay, I was wrong. I was, I was, I was totally wrong. That is, but then, and there's no formula to who made it, and who doesn't. There's no formula to who. Oh gosh, does he have? He's a in the closet. Shirt? Does he have a Newfound Glory shirt? He's a pretty big fan. So. I love it. I love it. That uh, the first album, like he's just the closet ate him. Uh, that first the album, bass player back there. <laughs> he's uh, from Kentucky, right? Yeah. Um, I forget where in Kentucky, but oh, he's got it. <laughs> he's got it. Okay. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it, everybody. I've had this shirt since high school, by the way. I love it. I love it. I love it. We were talking about Celine Dion, and um, you know, he didn't put that shirt on. Uh, you could have put the Celine on. The Celine Dion of the same font, the same like uh, label maker font. But you imagine a Celine Dion shirt that was like in label maker font. I want that shirt now. Somebody needs to make that shirt. 
I, I did not care for uh, for my heart will go on until Newfound Glory covered it. Uh, yes, they're <laughs> totally cinematic <okay>. albums. <laughs> uh, I love Newfound Glory completely shamelessly. Um, would totally <laughs> see them any anytime, any place. They're coming up, coming up to Disney Springs, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I just saw the you know yeah. some like yeah. Facebook ad for it or something. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm think I should go because it's like a Friday night. You know, it's it's nice yeah. to look, relive that type of stuff. And you know, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, all the bands we talked about tonight, I'd probably see them all in concert. Just you know, I wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be ironically, it would just be unironically. I would just be like, I would see Labouche right now. Like I'd see Ace of Base. I don't care. Like let's go. Like just go to a festival at Epcot. I mean, that's true. Okay. That's true. That they'll be there. You know, it's like Earth, Wind, and Fire or whatever. You know, it'd be like they'll be there. You know, it's cool. They're yeah, building a new stage at Epcot. So you know, the new oh. uh, the, the the Communicore stage that they're building on the new the new plaza yeah. in the middle. So they'll have more opportunities to play you know, have concerts and bands and stuff like that, just like uh, Universal is. So, <laughs> the nostalgia. It's, yeah. I mean, Universal had Sugar Ray, and that's a band that I didn't think would escape the 90s, and they escaped. You know, I really didn't think they were going to escape the 90s. Old Sugar Ray. I mean, when we were all singing, I just want to fly, I'm like, this band is going to literally fly with their money to, like, you know, somewhere in South America or something to escape the money that they've made all of, all of us, and they're going to disappear forever. And they're, and they're still around. You know, credit to them. They're still here kicking, you know. McGrath is like an entertainment tonight host or something. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> Man, what a talk about music. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, crazy. So I'll uh, I'll round this out by saying um uh, another connection I had earlier, I saw Adima and Power Man 5000 in separate settings live. Oh, I'm in the same, same night? Oh, <laughs> no, uh, Adima was with uh, Disturbed and Drowning Pool in the Music as a Weapon tour. And uh, okay, Power Man okay. 5000 was with System of a Down, Corn, Kid Rock, and Metallica at the Rock when Summer was Sanitarium. Like, uh, oh, Summer Sanitarium was when Kid Rock was... Before oh, that was, was like... Full honky tonk, devil without a cause, like, Kid Rock. Yeah, yeah, like, it was still he was, terrible. Before he got his, before he got his money and he was trying to dodge taxes, yeah, or whatever he was trying to do. You know, it was like, in two thousand one at the uh, Kentucky Speedway. Actually, uh, it had just opened. <laughs> they never had a NASCAR race. Mm. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that, that they had Kid Rock, so people knew where <laughs> that's yeah. And he sang Enter Sandman, which is why I left. Uh, so, <laughs> well, and also, you mentioned Disturbed um, and. I missed out on mentioning their first album by a grant. Since we're talking about nineties, I missed out by a grand total of like two months because their <laughs> debut album came oh, out. That's right. It came out. Yeah. But, but yes, also that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, I, um, Oh, and I'll also say, uh, uh, since we didn't mention this band, um, back in the days of uh, ringtones that were songs, I definitely had "Save Tonight" by Eagle Eye Cherry as my ringtone. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. So you're like you're like out of the pizza parlor, like a local pizza hut on a Friday night, and you're like playing Galaga on the tabletop. And you're like, and you're like, you're like telling the lady at the front, you're like, hold on, I can't pick up these two pan pizzas because see tonight, find the break of dawn, come tomorrow, tomorrow oh these breadsticks will be gone, see tonight. Like, you know, like. Wow. Oh, I, I actually had forgotten about that ringtone until a few minutes ago. So it was just like the lyrics of the songs were so young. Like I remember driving a car, not even thinking about them. You know, you just be like, "There's a log on the fire." You know, you're like, you're like, sure, right on, dude. Like, I don't know. Uh, Daniel has that uh, that Tony shirt on. Like that. Uh, I can't yeah. even think of the name of the song. Um, oh my gosh. What I'm blanking on it. Help me out here. Like their biggest hit? Is that what yes? Like I can't think of the name of it. Oh, uh, Possum Kingdom. Yeah, like Possum the Kingdom. lyrics yeah. to that one. Like, like I went back yeah. years after. I was like, holy crap! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should hear the song Tyler. Oh I yeah, like, I feel like I want to like on. I feel like I want to get like it'd be the best joke for the rest of my life to just get like a very simple tattoo of one of these bands we mentioned tonight just on my body so people could <laughs> ask me like, why do you have a demo on your forearm? Where did like, Power Five Thousand go? Yeah, why is it like it's just gonna be it's just why gonna be a, it's gonna be a tramp stamp on my lower back? Why aren't Power Man Five Thousand here? 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't get a, a tramp stamp regarding uh, one of the bands that we talked about without it being crazy town. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. That's that's true. Butterfly. I just got a butterfly like center on my chest, like right under my breastbone, like you know, just a butterfly. Just and then it just says sugar baby, like right underneath of it. I'll, I'll pay for this. I got so many ideas. Like I'm just really into Crazy Town, or I'm just like you know the one that I could see myself totally doing is the Prodigy one, like just just fat of the land right on my body, like just. Right across my rib cage, right on across my like top rib, fat of the land. You know, like just this is so it. anybody asks at a Florida pool or amusement park when I got my shirt off and be like, be like, first of all, sir, put your shirt back on. Second of all, why why do you what's fat of the land mean? And be like, oh, do you mean the, the ultra great prodigy album? Have you not heard of it? Hold on, let me get my bag. I have a copy in there for you. Just, that's all it is. It'll, just be hell of, it'll be like evangelism. Like I got a copy I, for you. I didn't even bring a towel. This is just CDs. And I'll, and I'll just hand it to them and they'll, and I'll just run away while they yell at me. <laughs> what do I do with this? What is a mini disc? Like, you know, like, like, <laughs> I forgot about those. Yeah. The old mini disc, Sony, they're mini discs. Like, Oh, you know, the, the future is the future is little floppy disks. You know, like, at the time we were, like, we were like, yeah, yeah. Mini disc. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, so by the way, that's a new, that's a, that's, that's, a, I'm, I'm, that's an episode of giving it to you for free. Failed, <laughs> failed media formats. We should just have that one. Gosh. I can talk, I can talk I, forever uh, about HD DVD and mini disc and some laser disc. Yeah, I mean, we can make it happen. We can just talk about, we can just talk about eight track and like just all kinds of weird stuff. I mean, eight track wasn't failed. It was actually a really good medium at the time, but you know, like we could talk about all kinds of crazy stuff that nobody played. Like we can talk about Betamax and CDI. CDI, yes. Yeah, like how Panasonic 3DO tried to make us buy CDIs. You know, like Panasonic when they built the 3DO, like CDIs of the future. You know, like the Legend of Zelda. You're like, what CDIs? Like interactive CDs. It's huge. Like, I saw, I saw a Jurassic Park and Laserdisc one time. Lost my mind. Those are huge too. These are the future. Like you were like putting them on platters. You were like lifting them out of the thing. They were like they're as big as records. Having them on there, you know. And it took like like the whole laser disc machine like took up like it felt like it like generated enough heat to like you could you were like I could put a tombstone pizza on top of this. Like just make that at the same time. Multitask, you know. Like it's fine. Like I I saw Keanu Reeves in Speed on laser disc. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was like amazing. I was like, this amazing movie, this amazing picture and sound, like on this CRT television in 480p. Look at the look at the detail of Sandra Bullock as she sweeps her bangs away. You know, we also get into like third rate MP3 players or something. Like, yes, I love it. I love it. Some, we were talking about some Zune. I like it. Yep. I like it. That thing some, weighed a hundred pounds. Some, some, some dark brown Zune. You know, like, <laughs> like it just looked like a wallet, but it was just all glass. It's like dark brown. They thought they were being like, they thought they were being like ironic, like, like ironically hip. You know, they were like, they were like, we we sell a dark brown color that looks like your that looks like your dad's slipper. You know, or whatever. You know. <laughs> Oh, have you lost your Zoom? It's in a, it's in your dad's house slipper. I've got one that I can that can top the any any MP3 iteration. I had an XM radio uh, back in the days before smartphones, and so what you could do is you had the unit that went into your car, typically. Which, by the way, you had to like somehow work the antenna like on top of your car, (laughs) a little wire, and like not break it when you like closed your car door correct but also you could take it off and they made this little adapter that you could basically looked like a walkman and you could put your little like xm like car unit inside this adapter thing and then it was portable and you could walk around with it. <laughs> like this big. You, you look know, like, like you look like a you look like uh you look like a spin-off of a GI Joe character. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Like the XM. Yeah, you're like, XM, Duke is calling you back to the command center. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Hey, Cobra Commander is out of control. Bring your XM satellite dish. I really love being able to listen to like all the different satellite radio stations, you know, while walking around with like an extra 40 pounds <laughs> behind me. You're looking for aliens? No, just listen to Howard Stern. <laughs> I used to, I used to just like that uh, when XM first came out, they would tell you like all your all my friends and stuff be like they can curse on there. And you'd be like, <laughs> it was a big deal. And you'd be like, I mean, I can curse right now. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like what, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, like you make it sound like so it. clandestine. Like, you're like, <laughs> like they can curse on there. Like somebody like, else did it. I'd be like, I'd be like, I bet you they can curse on FM too. If somebody went in there and just released a rattlesnake in the studio, like, <laughs> like I bet you they could curse as well. Like, <laughs> After certain hours of the night, you know. uh, <laughs> love line, Doctor Drew. <laughs> there's a there's another disturbing show. Just, uh, breakdown episodes of Coast to Coast AM. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that was the uh, best thing about having a third shift job, man. That was <laughs> oh, about I the can, uh, people. Oh great. yeah, birds in the trees that'll talk to you. You never know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, all right. Well, I, um, I, I'm pretty sure I could talk for another hour about all this ridiculousness, but, um, sure. but this might end up being cut into two episodes at this point. <laughs> so, uh, but um, uh, you've mentioned it already, and I kind of touched on it at the beginning. Um, if you're watching the video version, Jay's background is Disney Springs, because a week from today... We will, in fact, be in Disney Springs together. So uh, I'm, I'm excited will. about that. Um, the Daniel does not have SeaWorld as his background, but um, my, my my goal in life would be uh, to have uh, Daniel and Mako. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, this was really fun. This was even more fun. My face hurts from laughing so much. So this was even more fun than I anticipated. You wait till Tuesday, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm ready. I, uh, but um, I, I, I'm, I'm happy you're back with us. Like I said, at this point, I'm just considering you an honorary third host. Uh, and uh, you'll, you'll get your smoking jacket, jacket uh, orange bird reimbursement. I, uh, I I'm looking forward to this uh, mega episode we have coming up. And mm-hmm. um, actually, like as we were talking, I got a message from one of our guests that we'll have on next month that uh, I will disclose later. But um, that one's that one's pretty exciting too. Uh, but I'm I'm glad everyone is is stuck through this uh, this crazy trip through the '90s with us. Uh, screw you, Kevin. Um, uh, for you, uh, Kevin. I, I Stop, hope Kevin. I hope you found Power Man, but uh, they wouldn't play for you. That's uh, that's <laughs> that's what I hope. <laughs> no, there's Sea World now, so we're good to go. We've uh, we, we we're touching on both things that's going to happen while I'm in Florida. Um, this episode oh, will be up. We we recorded this the day the HHN announcement came out, but uh, I'll this episode will go up while I'm in Florida. And if I split it into two, then we'll have uh, both weeks I'm in Florida, we'll have an episode. Otherwise, it'll just be a crazy long episode. And that's okay. But um, I appreciate everyone sticking around. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Later.